Ah, you found us on another episode. Hello. Uh, This is At Least You Didn't. I'm Caroline Verdon. I'm Annabelle Buckland and we are both pretty much walking disasters. We met a few years ago at a radio station that we were both working at and we basically bonded over how ridiculous our lives are. Yeah, put it as simply as that. Uh, I live in Yorkshire. I'm married. (laughs) I've got two children. I live in Oxfordshire with my grandmother. Worlds apart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but connected through our mutual disastrous lives. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so here is how this podcast works. Uh, we sat down with a bottle of gin um, and we gave each other a bag. And inside that bag were pieces of paper containing the secrets, our deepest, darkest secrets of the terrible things that we've done. <laughs> uh, one by one, we went through those stories and the stories that were horrific enough have made it into our podcast. Yay! Woohoo! <laughs> and with that comes a bit of a warning. This is for grown-up ears, so grab a pair of headphones. You have been warned. On this week's episode, at least you didn't practice being a beautician on your own face. Forget the fundamentals of running. Or humiliate yourself in front of a gladiator. At least you didn't kick a baby. I tried to snog the vicar. At least you didn't show the bin many knickers. It could be worse. At least you didn't think you're a beautician. You've put this in there because <laughs> you've seen my face, haven't this you? This is a recent one, isn't it, Caroline? <laughs> this is a recent one. This is a lockdown issue. This is a lockdown issue. So, you know how everywhere's shut? Yes, I do. And you know how the other week I cut my hair... And it went all right. It wasn't abysmal. You did a great job. You did Thanks. a great job of cutting your own hair. I've I've cut off about eight inches, nine inches of hair, like a substantial amount. Um, and it's not terrible. It's a bit wonky. It's fine. No one's going to notice. But it it's better than it was. So I'll take it. Yeah, that's a win. If it's an improvement, it's a win. I think what happened is I just got a bit overconfident. And yeah. you know how you can buy everything on Amazon? Yeah. So I decided I'd dye my eyelashes. Dye your eyelashes? Yep, because my eyelashes are blonde. Um, Tried to dye them. It did not go well. Um, I ended up with an eye bath. You know, you keep washing your eye out because the pain was just immense. I don't know what the chemicals were, but they don't want to be in my eye. Um, So my eyelashes are no darker than uh, they were beforehand. But my fingernails have spots of black on them. where I I can't get it off. It's dyed. It's dyed my actual fingernails. So that's brilliant. Um... And then I thought, I'll sort my eyebrows out. So I also have really blonde, like, as in you can't even see them eyebrows. They're yeah, so blonde. Yeah, you're very fair, aren't you? I'm Irish through and through is my bloodline. And you can very much tell. <laughs> um, so I usually get my eyebrows dyed as well. And I thought, well, I'll just buy that and I'll do it myself. And it comes with like almost like a little pill. And you split the pill in half and that's got powder in it. Then you mix it with some sort of solution. Yeah, and then you brush it in your eyebrows, and I'll be honest, remarkable. I did a very good job. I was very pleased with the colour. It wasn't black, which is what I did not want because they would look ridiculous with black eyebrows. It was yeah. like a medium brown. It was working well, and then I thought, right, I need to now wax them to get the shape right. Right, you're really going in on the maintenance, aren't you? I went for it. I went for it. If a job's worth doing. It's worth doing well. It's like you just the week before you go on holiday when you think, oh, I'm on holiday. I ought to look like a human and, and not the Gruffalo. Yeah. 
<laughs> remove all hair from my body now. Yeah. yeah. So I waxed my eyebrows. I was like, oh, I've done such a great job. And then I, and then, and then, and then I thought, I have one other problem, and that's that the front parts of my eyebrows are okay, but the back parts of my eyebrow, you know, like the the tail. I think they call it the tail, don't they? If you the like, little thin bit. Yeah, yeah. Towards the outside of your face. The tail. Uh, so the <laughs> tail. Um, they're quite long, and you know how you've got like those characters in Sesame Street, and they're like old men, and they've got these really big, massive, wiry yeah. eyebrows. I basically felt like a muppet, and I thought, I can't have this. I need to I to cut them. And I have a like bikini line trimmer that I've never used. I wax just. I don't want you to think. Oh, that was too much information. <laughs> it's far too much information. I didn't ask, but no. <laughs> Well, I just didn't want your mind going. When I said I I've never used it, you thinking, bloody hell. She sorted the eyebrows and her face out, but she could plait the rest. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but it has, like, different covers that you can put on it. And it and it can be for, for eyebrows. Oh, I see. Yeah, I've got one of those that you put, like, the, the different heads on and it changes the length of the blade. Exactly. The different... Yes, parts of the hair. That's it. Um, and I'm with you. And so I did this, and then I shaved the the edge of the eyebrow, and I've got it way wrong. I've shaved it like a bikini line. It is stubble. I have left like a five o'clock shadow of eyebrow, and the panic that went through me because I've only done half an eyebrow, but you can't have half an eyebrow because you look like you want to be a member of a boy band from the 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. looked ridiculous. Um, yeah. And what I should have done at that point probably is phoned you and say, Annabelle, I've made a mistake. What do I do now? Um, or at least talk to any other human just to get some perspective on it. But in that so moment... What did you do? Do the other one. Yeah. And then I thought... <laughs> And then I thought both sides look weird and I'm going to have to do, I don't know, if that bit's the tail. I don't know what the other bit is. The body of the beast. The, I think it's called the bulb. Is it? I might have made that up. Is it the bulb? I've no idea. I'm going to call it the body of the beast. I've done the beast's tail and then I thought I'm going to have to shave down the body of the beast so they're all at least the same length. And now all I have for eyebrows is basically like a bikini line. I've got two landing strips on my face. Are they spiky? That's what I've got. Yeah, look, I'm going to move the camera really close. Can you see? Oh, uh, they are spiky, aren't they? Do you keep awful, constantly aren't they? feeling them? Constantly. <laughs> listen, you can even hear them. Listen, listen. You can hear oh how... Do you hear that? That is a bristle and a half. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? Um, it is called the bulb of an eyebrow, by the way. I just Googled it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, we've all learnt something tonight, haven't we? Some of us more than others. <laughs> At least you didn't forget the fundamentals of running. Okay, so I love going to the gym with my two cousins, okay? We have a gym membership at the same gym, oddly enough, and we go two or three times a week. Uh, but obviously, at the moment, gyms are all closed. We can't go. So we have been going for a run at the weekends. My two cousins live in the same house. So the three of us have been going out for a weekly run. And it's the highlight of the week. Yep. Really look forward to it. It's really important to get out and about um, 
reconnect with nature and uh, get those en- get those endorphins. So your Instagram so, repeatedly tells me hashtag has been for a run. Hashtag I'm a runner. Obviously, if it doesn't go on the ground, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, but obviously it's winter at the moment. The ground is really wet and muddy. And the last few runs we've been on, we've just got caked in mud. So we said, right, this weekend, let's try and pick somewhere that one, it's not absolutely heaving with other walkers because yep. we want to try and keep our distance from people. And two, not quite so muddy. So I left it to my cousin, Kate. She's the planner. She knows what she's doing. And she she planned this route um, around some local villages that was meant to be mainly path-based. Okay. Um, and it was all going fine. We'd done about 6K at this point. We were all absolutely loving it. You know, and just chucking the we numbers decided, in, yeah. We decided to <laughs> take a little bit of a detour across some fields um, because we thought, why not? Um, it's better than running on the roads next to all the cars. So we took this little detour, went up, up um, went off up a footpath, and um, it was a little bit muddy, but nothing that we haven't um, been through before in the last few weeks. So we thought this is fine; we'll just carry on. And um, we were merrily plodding along, and then we turned this corner, and bam, floods! It has been raining constantly around here, and basically everywhere is flooded. And I thought, surely we we can't run through that. It's it's literally a river that's burst its bank, and we need to get to the other side of it. So you turned around, a, went back through the field, and did the and sensible thing. I said thing. to the girls, I, I don't know whether we should do this. And my youngest cousin Emma said, why don't we take our shoes and socks off, wade through, put them back on when we get to the other side. And I thought, okay, I, well, I can handle that. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> God knows what's in the bottom of a river and then you don't even have your shoes and socks on. Well, I did say we don't know whether there's anything, you know, nasty that we might stand on or we don't know how, you know, stable the ground is underneath. And then my cousin Kate said, we've been through worse. Let's just give it a go. And we thought that we could hop across. There was kind of it's kind of boggy marshland and we thought we could kind of jump from one um, one little patch of grass to the next. Like a frog. Yeah. You thought, I've been in lockdown for so, so I watched, long. I watched the first two go and I watched my first, my uh, watched my youngest cousin Emma fall and land in the river. Oh, no. Well, land, not land in the river, but just sort of like land in the, the boggy marsh bit. Yeah. She just sort of landed on her bum. Foot in a squelch. A yeah. Yeah. And then I watched my cousin Kate go and she was fine. She leapfrogged across the little patches of grass and she was fine. And then she got her phone out and she started filming me. And I thought, right, I'm going to look an absolute legend here. I'm just going to look like such an adventurer. I'm just, I'm going to be able to post this on Instagram. People are going to be able to see that. I'm just not phased by a massive floodplain. Absolutely. It's not going to stop me on my run. You're out for your exercise and you're going to, you're going to do it. You're going to enjoy it gracefully like that frog that you've always been born to be. Exactly. So I took, I took about three steps I lost my footing and I went down like a sack of shit. No. <laughs> no. So I sat there in the water, shrieking like a fishwife. <laughs> my cousins <laughs> were wetting themselves. And as I stood up to try and crawl out, I slipped even further and went even further down. And I was literally, the water was up to my belly button. <laughs> so she hauled me out. 
we got to the end of the flood, climbed up this bridge, and then the rest of the path was just completely flooded. So we basically just had to wade through the rest of the way. And we had like another 5k to go. But it's been like minus one. Oh, it was freezing. We were shivering. We were bordering on hypothermic, I'm pretty sure. Wow. So never have you been so grateful after that, after that to be forced into a lockdown where you're forced to then stay yeah. inside your house in the warm. <laughs> <laughs> Did that make it to Instagram? Because I missed that. Didn't Did put that one on. the video? I do. I want to see the video. Hang on. I mean, do I think we should put it on our socials? Yes, I do. So <laughs> search, at least you didn't, and you'll find it. Right, here's the video. Here we go. I'll show you. There she is, graceful. Look at you in all your proper running gear. You've even got a running headband on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I could get 250 quid out of that on you oh, being framed. Oh, that's a good idea. It would have been worth it. Absolutely. Get yourself a cheap holiday once all this is over. Yeah. At least you didn't get busted in Tesco's. Yeah, and it's not what you think, okay? <laughs> now, <laughs> this story requires a bit of a, a bit of a background. Okay. So, back in 2009 or something like that, um... Do you remember that Gladiators from the 90s relaunched? Yes. Yes. So I was working... As a gladiator. No, no. I was working for a radio station in Bournemouth at the time. And one of the Gladiators, um, real name, Sam Bond, gladiator name, Atlas, uh, was also (laughs) from Bournemouth. And so when the show restarted, he came in to do some bits. Now, I was i'm gonna say prejudice towards okay. him very judgmental what did he look I, like obviously extremely muscly very good looking and he had long blonde hair he was like the hunter of you remember hunter from the 90s yeah. and how he was yeah. the like very good looking the icony one he was sort of like that okay anyway so the first day he was coming in i didn't i didn't want to interview him i didn't want to him to come on the breakfast show but we didn't really have a choice about this it was just <laughs> decided for us this is a big tv show so he will be coming in and I was like, here we go, some absolute airheaded idiot. Brilliant. And he's sitting on the whole show, is he? He's, he's with us for the whole three hours. Brilliant. No one wants a guest for the entire show. No one wants a guest for the entire show. So I was ready for him to be an absolute tool. And he turned up <laughs> and um, he was wearing normal clothes and he was wearing glasses, which he doesn't wear on the show. What, did you expect um, him to turn up in a leotard? <laughs> I think with I his, did. With his big... Um... What are they called? The pugil stick. You think the pugil walk, stick? He'd walk in with yes. one of those oiled I, up in some sort of latex one. Piece. I think I did. I think <laughs> I did. If I'm honest, um, and he turned up and he was also holding a book, like a reading book with words in it, not just pictures. Um, and I thought to myself, God, I've been really, I've really judged him and what he's going to yeah. be like. Yeah. Anyway, he came in, lovely bloke, like genuinely nice bloke I thought he was you know I thought he would be really dismissive and I thought he'd walk into the office and there'd be you know some pretty sales person and he'd be like oh hi look at me hi I don't want to talk to anyone who's not beautiful enough to talk to me he was not like that at all like he was lovely um anyway he said on the show time went really quick 
Um, he was a pleasure to have. He had chat. He had banter. He was genuinely nice. Um, brilliant. Now, it was a few months later and uh, we'd had Christmas and it was coming up to New Year and we wanted to do a New Year fitness video. And we were like, oh, I wonder if I wonder if Atlas would, would be up for it. So I sent him a text message and said, oh, do you we're thinking about doing this fitness video? Would you be in it? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. So we recorded oh, it at legend. my flat. Yeah, yeah, what a legend. And it was a jokey fitness video. It was all for like, it was all, you know, tongue in cheek. And we recorded it at my flat and he was brilliant. And uh, it was a funny video. And what a really nice guy. And I bumped into him a couple of times out and about. We were never friends, but, you know, we were acquaintances. And we'd have a little chat. And, you know, he was genuinely nice and insanely good looking insanely good looking um and i hadn't seen him for about a month or so and i was babysitting for some friends and um i don't know what time they get got home like let's say 10ish i'd not eaten dinner before i got there i didn't want to raid their fridge so the first thing i do on my drive home from having babysat is go to the uh stop at the, the petrol station they had a little tesco's there I thought brilliant i'll go and i'll just pick up some bits so i've got my little basket and you know, I'm really hungry by this point. And what that means is carbs. Yeah. All oh, of like all, just all, all the, the carbs. carbs. And I didn't even want good carbs. I picked up some potato waffles. Oh, I was oh like, yeah, God. I want potato waffles. And then I picked up not not baked beans. No, no, no. I went with alphabetic spaghetti. <laughs> um, and then I picked up um some smiley faces. This is oh, all it is is carbs. Yeah, yeah. potato. And then and then some alphabites, which is basically the same thing, but just in alphabet shape. It's just all potato, all from the yeah. frozen section. Like chuck it all in. Um, I may as well have put in a turkey Twizzler. You know, it was that. It was <laughs> it was like a proper healthy thing. Um, and then out of the corner of my eye, I see him, Atlas the Gladiator. He's just walking into into the Tesco. And Hello, mate. It's so small. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think, oh my god, I'm stood here with this basket full of utter crap like this is horrendous so i did what any self-respecting person would do i dropped the basket and i gave it a heel kick okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so <laughs> so you are such I, a legend i gave it a heel kick and we sort sort of saw each other sort of thing and so i walked over to him picked up a lettuce on the way hi we <laughs> just just, a, in, just your a singular, in my hand yeah you put as, it under your arm yeah your like arm as though pitch. as though he'd he, whilst we were having this conversation in his, his mind he'd be going oh must be a thyroid issue then <laughs> she obviously eats <laughs> healthily all the time poor girl like i don't know like i don't know what i thought was gonna go through his like i don't know what i was thinking um anyway um it's literally a couple of seconds. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, how's work? Yeah, good. Yeah, season's getting, we're going to get renewed for the season. Brilliant. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I'm really pleased for you. La, 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 la. And then a Tesco worker came over and went. <laughs> Madam, I think you left your basket. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> what did you say? What can I say? Thanks. Oh no! Like, you what was you? You what should was have I just gonna denied say? it. Oh, didn't I? It was so obvious. 
It was so obvious that at 10 o'clock at night, I had not decided to pop into Tesco's for a lettuce. To buy an iceberg. <laughs> it was just awful. Did he, what, did he, what did he say? Did he, like, did he reference it? Or did you, did you just no, completely no. glaze over it and pretend it hadn't I, happened? I, that, was, that was basically the end of the conversation. Not because he was being horrible. That's just, you know, it was the end of our conversation anyway. It was just mortifying. Yeah. I just basically head down, walk, walked off to the tills and then had to pay for all the crap that I'd bought. <laughs> oh, which I was going to do anyway. I don't want to make out like I was going to try and nick it. But it was, it was mortifying. When you have potato waffles with your dinner, how many do you have? I don't have them anymore. No, I what? don't have them anymore. It's, what, it's sc- that scarred for life. I, that scarred for life from a potato waffle. I've not had one since two thousand and nine. Oh, Caroline! At least you didn't kick a baby. I tried to snog the vicar. At least you didn't show the bin many knickers. It could be worse. God, you listened to the whole thing. Well done. Well done. Uh, We have an episode out every single Tuesday. In our next episode, at least you didn't make a fool of yourself on national TV. Flash a mountaineer. Or try to school a Michelin-starred chef. If you've got any stories that you think could rival our ridiculous ones... Do get in touch on the socials. We are at yes. At Least You Didn't on everything. Basically, it'll make us feel better. So share your stories. It's a place of togetherness. There's no judgment. This is a safe space. Ish. Also very public. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks ever so much. Uh, I've been Caroline Verdon. I'm Annabelle Buckland. Bye-bye now. <laughs> 